I, I wanted to sort of get your take on the concept of Zoom fatigue. Is it, you think it's like a real thing or is it just a new thing that we've created to complain about? Sweet theme music as we enter Promo Upfront Podcast, numero dos, episode number two for the Promo Upfront Podcast. I'm Bill Petrie, one of your hosts. With me, as always, my good pal, the original good time player man, Dr. Kirby Hosman. Kirby, what's shaking today? Oh, man, I am excited to be back. I'm excited to be able to hear you better. Um, and uh, I'm excited to. Uh, kind of get back into the rhythm of this. This has been, you know, it was an interesting little break and, and kind of fun just to take a little bit of time off, but it's good, good to be back into the swing of things. How are you, man? It's great to be back. It's great to be heard. I'm not sure our listeners will be so happy <laughs> that uh, we have solved our technical difficulty. See this little guy right here? Needs to be plugged in, folks. Learned that last week. So any of you guys who call me a master podcaster, you might want to think again because clearly... <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. But you know who does have a great idea of what they're doing, Kirby? Who's that, Bill? Oh, that'd be our good pals at Comiskey. That's right. They're sponsoring this week's podcast because no one could hear my read last week. So we're <laughs> going to give that another go. You know what? What I love about Comiskey is they really, truly do allow you to uh, connect your team and streamline your workflow, workflow from anywhere. Kirby, I know you were out last week. You could connect, get online, look at projects, see things in the sales funnel, and manage your business while you're out on a golf course with a beverage in your hand. Yeah, absolutely. I, I tried not to do it while I was drinking, but uh, in the morning with a headache, I was able to kind of catch up on what was going on uh, with my business. And the reality of it is be able to be proactive. And I think that's, you know, I think that's when our business is the most fun. And Common yeah. Skew allows you because you have all the tools in your laptop. They've got an app that goes with it. Um, and so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a user since 2014 and a big yeah. fan. So you woke up with a headache. Comets, you alleviated that headache because of that awesome cloud-based software that does slide do do your job from anywhere. Yes. From every aspect of running your distributor business, Comiskey has the tools that enable you to stay connected to your clients. We just talked about that. Stand apart from your competition and close more deals to dramatically grow your business. And that's really what it's all about. So visit Comiskey.com. Learn more and join this community over there, commaskewed.com. Kirby, will they be sorry that they did? They will not be sorry they did. Excellent. Now, Kirby, we, are, we call this the Promo Upfront Podcast. So for the first couple, I think we'll walk people through the format. So the first thing is there's going to be the first topic we're going to talk about is something 100% promotional products related. I have it this week. Kirby has no idea what I'm about to bring up. So Kirby, I thank you for having the courage to listen to my podcast or listen to my question. <laughs> it is your podcast. My topic. It is not my podcast. All right. So Los Angeles Apparel, our good friend, Dove Charney. You know, Dove, I want to thank you because without you, I don't know what we talk about half the time. Yeah. So all kidding aside, so Los Angeles Apparel has been ordered to close by the, uh, Los, uh, the LA County Department of Health. Uh, due to an outbreak of COVID-19. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, it was, I had a feeling it would be brought up today, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not, I mean, it's, it's sad. It's, they've had four deaths and over 300 infected. 
the LA County Department of Health said flagrant, this is a quote, flagrant violations of mandatory public health control orders. And they closed it at, and after the, the company failed to cooperate with the Department of, of Health's investigation of a reported COVID-19 outbreak. And that, uh, that um, non-compliance was they didn't provide a list of all company employees. So obviously it seems like maybe they were hiding who was working there, maybe perhaps perchance illegally. Um, the infractions were no social distancing. They didn't follow infection control protocols. Then get this, this is what floored me. They were actually shut down on 627. On June 27th, they were initially shut down. They reopened with new employees. They shut it down, hired new people, opened it back. Now, Dove Charney said on CNN that the um, Department of Public Health acted in bad faith and they're searching for scapegoats. Now, we all know Dove Charney's legacy, both positive and negative uh, in the world of apparel. He certainly uh, is innovative and was on the cutting edge of reinventing the t-shirt and, and how that is looks and structured. But, you know, with all the misogyny that guy has put out in his life, all the sexual harassment claims, all of them that were settled, he was ousted from the company he started unanimously by the board of directors. Would, would you ever do business, Kirby, as a distributor? regardless of how cool the apparel is, would you ever do business with Los Angeles apparel knowing that this stuff just went on? We have four people who are dead. Yeah. I, I, so I think a couple things. I, the, the would I ever is less of a, an answer than have I ever. Oh, okay. uh, you enough. know what I mean? Like, so, so I, I have not. Um, mm. I listened to a pretty extensive podcast on sort of the legacy of American apparel and Dove's um, uh, involvement in that. And it was disturbing to say the least and to be honest like there does come a point in time where when he's saying look they're just trying to make me a scapegoat they're doing this dude you follow you everywhere like yeah. there is a point where it's like you know and the yeah. idea that people have died I, I think to spin it forward too is hopefully this is a cautionary tale for many yeah. of us and you know both suppliers and distributors in the industry that we really Guys, we've got to take this more seriously, uh, both from a uh, just in the public uh, eye, but man, in our workplaces, it, it this is this is a matter of life and death. We we need to do a better job. Um, but yeah, my yeah. my initial reaction was I I read the article and saw the statements, and I'm like, yeah, but you said the same things last yeah. time. <laughs> it's 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 always someone else's fault. Right. It's always right. someone else who's you know, bringing him down. And at some point it's you. Yeah. And, and you know me, I can draw any, uh, any analogy to Van Halen, <laughs> which I'm going to, because I can, but I mean, you know, they've had lead singer problems their entire mm. career, which honestly has made them a lot less popular than they should have been in my opinion. Right. Um, and they made it, it made them far less relevant than they should be. Yeah, uh, but you know, at some point, it's not David Lee Roth. At some point, it's not Sammy Hagar. At some point, it's you, Eddie Van Halen. That maybe you're really the problem. And and that's when I look at Dove and seeing, oh, they're just looking for scapegoats, dude. You shut down, and then you reopened, and you know, in violation of their shutdown order. It, mm -hmm. And and more importantly, you have people who are sick, and 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 hopefully, no more, no no more people die. But you've had people die, and in that, and what is that in the name of what money? Is that in the name of just trying to be cool and putting out good product? I, it's just sickening to me. So I would have a hard time 
if I was a distributor. I w- if a client said, I want this specific shirt and I could only get it through LA Apparel, which is Dove's company, I would have a hard time with that. I wouldn't say, I don't know if I'd say no. I, I can't sit here and sit, stand on uh, Mount High Ground and say yeah. I definitely wouldn't, but I would definitely try to steer them somewhere else because I just don't love the ethics of that company at all. Right. Because and it, because those ethics flow from top down. We know that. We see it in companies all the time. Yeah. And again, I just keep coming back to the idea that they're, you know, sometimes if, and I, I find myself doing this, I mean, I'm an entrepreneur and I tend to, you know, as entrepreneurs, I think so many times we have been told no and that something's a bad idea or the government has sort of made it difficult to do certain things. And so I think our natural reaction is to kind of push through and go, no, I'm yeah. right. I've been told I was wrong before and it turns out I was right, you know, kind of thing. But man, there is at least, again, allegedly, and, yes. and at least from my perspective, there seems to be a pattern of behavior that is missing the mark on looking in the mirror and I, saying, hey, everything at my company is my fault. I think it's more than allegedly at this point because Dove follows Dove, right? Dove is going to Dove and your stink follows you a little bit. So mm-hmm. it just I thought that was a really interesting one. So it was real easy to figure out what I wanted to talk about up front. Now, Kirby, let's get back to another topic. And this would be your choice. Yeah, I, so I'm going to lead into just a quick story. And I think it goes to this. So, um, so, and it's really the topic of masks, um, which has managed to become a a controversial topic in our country. Um, that we've managed to politicize it. And, and I, I'm, I'm, I find it very bizarre. Um, and so the other day I had two in, you know, face-to-face appointments. Mm -hmm. I was invited by clients to come. Mm -hmm. Um, so the first one I walked in, um, I was wearing my mask, this mm-hmm. guy right here. Okay. And um, they said, hey, we're good. We're going to social distance. You can take your mask off. Okay. Cool. Okay, no problem. I walked into the second one, and this was later in the day. I had my mask on. The people in the office, neither of them were wearing a mask. Okay. But they did not invite me to take it off. Okay. No problem. So I go right. through that. I walked out into the hallway after the appointment. There was somebody standing in the in the hallway. Yeah. And again, I'm in Kashokton, so I know this person. Right. Um, and they they look at me, and there's just a look of disdain. Because you had a, you had the mask on still. And he just yeah, and he was just like, oh, "You need me to hold the elevator for you?" I was like, "Sure." No, no, I'm good. We can get you know we can get yeah. in the elevator. And all the way down, he's kind of grumping and and kind and like saying not really right at me, but just mm-hmm. kind of chirping. And I, I took it in stride and kind of sure. laughed about it. But I, I finally figured out, I'm like, those, if you don't want to wear a mask, I, mm-hmm. we'll have that discussion. If you do want to wear a mask, we can have that discussion. But the idea that you're mad at me for yeah. wearing a mask is so off the charts bizarre to me. And I finally decided that the person who gets mad at me for wearing a mask is the same person that gets mad at me for saying happy holidays. No, no question. No question. (laughs) That's my analogy. Yeah. It's, it's uh, for a lot of municipalities, it's a freedom of choice to wear a mask or to not wear a mask. And increasingly in municipalities across our country, it's not a choice. It is men mandated. You will get fined. If you go downtown Nashville right now, you need to mask up. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the, the challenge is, depending on where you're walking, the rules are different. So nobody really knows what to do. Yeah, that's the challenge. That is a legitimate challenge. Yeah. And so, you know, I tend to wear a, a neck gaiter most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I can just pop it up when I need to and pop it down when, when I don't. 
uh, when I don't need to now, but I was in, in a, uh, I was at a, a company earlier this week and I met someone and it was a funny thing. You know, he, he, I, I had my mask on, walked in to meet someone. He pulled his mask up, stood up and said, Hey, how you doing? Good to meet you. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> And of course, I instinctively shook his hand, yes, yes, but then right. I treat my arm like it's, you know, typhoid Mary. It's like, don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. <laughs> you know, I, for someone to get upset because you choose to wear a mask or you choose to wear a t-shirt that says Bud Light as opposed to Shiner Bach, or you choose to wear shorts in the dead of winter because they're more comfortable instead of jeans, who cares? It doesn't infringe upon your rights to wear what you want to wear, yeah. again, until a local municipality says you need to wear a mask in public areas. And it's, so to me, I would, I'm, I'm right there with you. It, it would, it would grind my gears a little bit. I, I think it handled just like you, just like, you know, whatever, move yeah. on, but yeah. you know, water off the duck's back. But it's, it's a very interesting phenomenon we're seeing where people feel like, you know, and especially in places where they do have mask ordinances now, Mm-hmm. And they're infringing upon my rights as they get in their car and buckle their seatbelts. Right, exactly. Well, I, I, what I think is interesting now is because there's been such inconsistency across the country, across states, mm-hmm. across uh, uh, you know counties, whatever. We're starting to see companies legislate it, and I think that's yeah. interesting. Actually, oh, Walmart yeah. and Sam's Club came out yesterday yeah. as we're recording this and said it's a requirement. Menards. I don't know if that's a national yep. thing or. Uh, it's more. It's more in the north, but I know it is a big giant. Yeah. For those who don't know, it's a big giant hardware store. Uh, yeah. Kind of bigger than Home Depot. It's huge. It's yeah. And so they've required it, and I, I think it's going to be one of those moments where for-profit businesses like that that are that big. I mean, in my area, Walmart saying you have to wear a yeah. mask. Yeah. That's that's bigger than our mayor saying. Well, <laughs> and, and here's the, here's the thing, and I don't want to get political, but I will say this. That's an absolute indictment of leadership at every level of this country, not getting on the same page and saying, this is what we need to do to get this under control. And I'll just yeah. leave it at that. When you leave it up to the private sector to have to leave that, that's kind of a shame. Yes. But Agreed. that's my, my little rant. All right, Kirby. Um, you're a big social media guy. I do enjoy the social media. So I want to know, I've not seen you on TikTok. I, I, I don't believe you're on TikTok. You probably, knowing you, you're like me, a new social media thing comes out. I'm claiming my, my little bit of real estate on there just so nobody else has it. I may or may not use it. I've got a dozen of those. I'm sure you do as well. What are your thoughts on the, the recent, uh, you know, we hear a lot about it's owned by the Chinese government and it's collecting data for the Chinese government. Mm-hmm. And there's actually thinking about mandating, remo- you know, the country's looking at possibly ma- removing it. Um, really? So we wouldn't be able to have it. What do you think about that? You know, I, I think I'm, I'm more skeptical of stuff like that just since the Facebook um, controversy yeah. with Russia. Right. Um, but historically speaking, I am not a believer in almost any conspiracy theories. I think I I don't know seven people who can keep a secret. And so Mm -hmm. the idea that there's some giant conspiracy across Mm -hmm. platforms to collect my data, I think that's, that's silliness. Um, And my daughters are hardcore on TikTok. I mean, I have a TikTok account. Um, I haven't figured out how I want to be there and do it successfully, which is why I haven't uh, jumped in full force. But for the most part, I think it's a pretty cool platform. Um, so, think, yeah, but the I idea of a Chinese government, I, I hear that crap about stuff all the time. I think it could be. 
you know, just like a lot of the game, the free games are probably people collecting your data, whether it's Chinese government or a couple of, a of dudes. In, yeah, a couple of dudes in Van Nuys, California, just wanting your data. Yeah. Um, I think that's absolutely true. Sure. Um, so I, I've got no issue with that. It's more, what are they doing with that data? Sure. Uh, as far as TikTok, I haven't figured it out. I can go on there and find some funny videos that make me laugh. Um, but I haven't figured out really what, what business purpose it has. I'm not sure it does. Oh, um, I, I, I think there's plenty of business purposes. I'm it's sure about, there is. It's I'm about sure figuring the voice out. I mean, I'm seeing, and again, it depends on what business too. Like, yeah. um, we've seen Javier Melendez. He does some yeah. great TikTok videos. He does. Uh, He's the guy who really has done such a tremendous job with that. He's the guy kind of got me, uh, even noticing that in the first place. Yeah. To be honest so he, with you. He's done a great job. And then, um, there's, there's one other person then their, their name is escaping me, but, um, but then there's other businesses. So if you're in the apparel business, yeah. like selling t-shirts and doing dance, like my, yeah. my daughter, for example, both of them create TikTok videos. They could totally monetize it for sure. Yeah. So well, it just depends. Yeah. So Kirby speaking of monetizing things, this is the place in the podcast where we kind of talk about the promo product we're using this week. It's Kirby's week this week. Kirby, what promotional product is just kind of right at your desk, right at your fingertips. You just can't live without right now. Yeah. So I, I was actually excited because what I've found during the last several months is, is I've always been a fan mm-hmm. of the vacuum seal tumbler from Starline, but it's become even more of a thing. And I wanted to share, as you can see, I have multiple of them. You have one right there. Uh, but I actually think it's become a, an, an actual safety tool for yeah. Uh, businesses right now because they offer personalization. Yep. And so um, they have a new tool that's like a lookbook. I just wanted to share this mm-hmm. as a place that way that we're going yeah. to market that I think other distributors might. Yeah, their find lookbook's value. awesome. So you can create a lookbook that's customized with your client's logo. What we have done, this is Jeff Wickerham's idea, is we customize it with the company's logo, send it to our contact and say, hey, we created this for you. And then if you go through and pick a piece of drinkware, mm-hmm. we'll do a spec sample with your name on it. That's cool. And it's pretty much virtually guarantees they're going to look at it. Right. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's a piece of appreciation that, of course, if they have a full, and it, the full color decoration mm-hmm. sitting on their desk with their name on it, inevitably, yeah. somebody's going to say, hey, where'd you get that? But the reality yeah. of it is, with COVID, you don't want people drinking out of your cup. So no, if it's personalized, think- that helps. So that's mine. Yeah, I think that's great. That's a great product. And Starline does a great job. You know, their decoration, I'm holding one just out of this is coincidence, by the yeah, way. Yeah. I just got this uh, yesterday, day before, and it's got that really cool mirrored logo on there. It's very cool. Yeah. Good stuff. So, All right, Kirby, you got another topic for us? Yeah. So it's funny. I, I had several of my topics. I had the, the Dove Charney thing on I there. I figured you did. So really quickly, one of the things I'm, and this might be a quick topic, but a new term I'm hearing about a, a lot because of the change in the way we're doing business right now is a term called zoom fatigue. Yep. Um, and so, you know, I, I both get it and then I sort of laugh about it. And mm-hmm. so I, I wanted to sort of get your take on the concept of zoom fatigue. Is it, you think it's like a real thing or is it just a new thing that we've created to complain about? I think it's a real thing. Um, cause I think we all get fatigued with anything we do over and over and over again. So, right. uh, is it certainly the latter? Do people like to complain about it? We are a nation of Olympic caliber blowhards and gas bags when it comes to bitching about things. So yes, <laughs> but I do think there's a thing when I have a day of four or five zoom meetings, it's, 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 it's just like if I had a day of regular face to face meetings, mm-hmm. it's exhausting because you're on 
you're, you're, you, you, it's not, there's no downtime. And so I do think you get some zoom fatigue. And then plus you, sometimes you have the technical difficulties. Let's say the person you're talking to is an idiot and doesn't plug in their, <laughs> uh, their microphone properly, or, you know, someone can't figure out the audio or the video isn't working. There's, I mean, I'd say 50% of the time, there's still people, you know, you, you get on a zoom call and you see silence while their, their arms are flailing. It's like, give me one minute. Give me, I'm just trying to figure this out. So there's all that stress and tension there. So I do think it's a real thing, but I also think we complain about it too much. Uh, to yeah. me, Zoom and all the uh, online video platforms have been a wonderful tool to keep us connected as uh, we're all still somewhat sheltering in place for the most part. Um, so yeah, I think there's Zoom fatigue because there's, that's like, I have ice cream fatigue if I have five bowls of ice cream in five days. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want ice cream on the sixth day. Yeah. No, I think that's interesting. I, I, it, it is fascinating to me. I think the one thing that as a country we've gotten really good at during this pandemic is complaining. Right. Um, and, and I think part of it's just, we, you know, we've been, we have been stuck and not been able to do the things that we can sometimes uh, find release in. And so I, yeah, we can all get tired of stuff just like we get tired of writing or whatever. But I, I do think we are really good at creating new terms that allow us to bitch about things. Oh, no question. <laughs> and hey, so that no, was sort of my take. There's no major league baseball. There's probably not going to be a football season. We're waiting on basketball. We have to invent a new sport and that's bitching. <laughs> and we, we have, it's going to, the Olympics are going to be awesome. Like I said, Olympic caliber, <laughs> world-class blowhards and gas bags we are. Absolutely. Um, all right. So here's one, Kirby. We talked earlier about face masks um, and I wanted to get your take on this. So I don't know if you've seen the athletic brands, how they're putting out some uh, performance face masks. So right. um, Under Armour put some out about three weeks ago and they sold out in an hour. And the deal is these are quick drying. Um, you can use them in the gym. So the, the breathability theoretically is better. There's still protection, um, but you can wash them. They're quick to dry and all that. And now uh, Adidas and Reebok are putting some out, I think in the next couple of days, same type of material. I think this is a genius way mm -hmm. for a brand. I hate, we're all getting tired of the word pivot. So I will say they transition their business into, you know, you businesses that are smart, listen to their core audience mm -hmm. and they allow at times their core audience to guide them where they should be. Mm -hmm. A lot of times smart businesses will guide the audience where they want them to be, but there does come a time where it makes sense to let your audience guide you. And I think this is one of those times where you have athletes who are really struggling. They want to get back in the gym. They want to do it safely. They want to maintain their fitness and a, a KN95 mask just, just isn't going to do that for them. Right. And so I think it's a really genius move by them and, and, and they can charge a premium for that. And, and I think that's okay, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you use the word genius. I think it's exactly right. I, you know, I don't even think, to be honest with you, I don't know that it's like a, a big pivot or a big transition. I think it's a, a new product offering that's probably, we're, we're living through this season. It's going to go away. It's not, they're, they're not going to change right. their business forever for this, no. but they are filling a need that, that the market is, is asking. I think, I think that uh, sports teams that are doing them uh, makes a ton of sense as well. And so, yeah. you know, again, I remember having this conversation in March with my team. Look, this is going to become the new normal. So we might as well get in front of it and do something that we are okay, comfortable, excited about the message, whatever it is wearing. Um, yeah. And so to me, the idea of Under Armour, Adidas, and I forget what the other brand. Uh, Reebok. Reebok. I'm sure doing Nike's it. doing the same thing. I yeah. Just and honestly, it's, I'm kind of excited because 
Um, you know, I, the one that I'm using here, there's, we've got two ply, three ply and one yeah. ply. I've been wearing the one ply right now because it's been super hot and comfortable. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm wanting to go for a run in it just yet. Yeah. Um, but, but I will tell you as a consumer, I would probably pay a premium for one that to try it, to see if I could feel comfortable doing that. So I think well, it's great. And, and one thing, and this kind of touches back on what you were talking about earlier with the masks and the guy in the, the grumpy guy in the elevator and all that, you know, it's an, you can, you can look at every situation positively or negatively. Yeah. We all know wearing a mask sucks. I can't stand wearing them, <laughs> but I wear it because I don't want this thing to spread. Right. Yeah. And, and I, I do, I don't think anybody really knows what's going on anyway with COVID-19. That's why we have all this different information. There's not like this one singular voice saying, this is exactly how it happens. Wear the mask and you can have it. And what it's a great opportunity and what we do great as Americans is we can take a negative which is wearing a mask and turn it into a positive. It becomes a fashion statement. It becomes something that gives you, you know, I love yours. It's, you know, marketing joy. It's an opportunity to express yourself in that uniquely American way. Just, just get on board and wear the mask. Not that yeah. I, you know, I think it's funny that we have actually transitioned. If you think about it, it like and I'll just use guys as an example, yeah. but it really wasn't that long ago that we, we wore ties to work. Like you want to talk about something that makes it hard to breathe. Yeah. The fashion statement that, yeah. that, and we got rid of that. This is, this is just a, this is a minor inconvenience. It's not a big deal. Yeah. All right. Do you have one more topic for us? Um, or do we need to go? I think, I think we jump into the, my okay. bike party in the back. I'm excited. All right. about getting it to is. It. Now time, because this is the mullet of all podcasts. <laughs> we did the promo up front. Now it's time for Kirby's turn. Party in the back. Kirby, how are we partying in the back today? So I'm going to go a little good old fashioned. Uh, you, you went a little off last time. Yeah. I'm going to go good old fashioned rapid fire. Oh, it's going boy. to be a COVID-19 rapid fire. All right. For all the pandemic information you need, come to the Promo Upfront podcast. We'll be sure to confuse and hopefully entertain you. Yes. All right. So are you ready? We're going to do, these are, there's, there's, I don't know, six or seven of them. We're going to go rapid fire. Are there any wrong answers, Kurt? There's definitely wrong answers for sure, without a doubt. I'm ready. We'll, We'll start with one. Ready? Okay. Mask or no mask? Mask. Hand sanitizer or sanitizing wipes? Wipes. Okay. Eat out or take out? Eat out. Okay. That's not what I expected you to say. Uh, plane travel or bus travel? Oh, oh for days, plane travel. <laughs> Both of them are giant tubes of infectious disease. So I want to get there faster. So definitely plane travel. I, that's, a, that's a fair answer. Okay. Mask or face shield? Mask. Three ply or one ply? Uh, I think one ply is probably enough. Okay. Final one. If you are going to go out, are you going to go to a pool or a sporting event? Sporting event, reluctantly. Okay. Not reluctantly. I'd go to sporting event. Again, I, I, I am of the belief with this whole thing. You, you Looking what other countries have done. If we all just kind of wear the mask, all of us, wear the mask, social distance, wash your hands, sanitize them. We could probably have a fairly normal life. Yeah. Yeah. But well, Hey, you've done a great job on I rapid so. fire. I um, hope so. There was only a few wrong answers. And you didn't There's know. no wrong answers in <laughs> rapid fire, Kirby. Don't even start. 
Um, awesome. So before we go, I want to thank uh, our, pot, our podcast sponsor again at Common Skew. We talk about how that's that cloud-based software that allows you and your entire promotional products distributor team to run that business from creating presentations to invoicing your clients and everything in between. It's cloud-based. The team there, we talk about this before on uh, it's a team that cares. They really care about your success. They're invested in your success. They're not just selling you a product and, and patting you on the head and telling you good luck. They're there for the, <coughs> excuse me, I don't have the COVID folks. <laughs> they're there for the long haul and uh, they're there for the long haul and they're really wanting you to succeed. So Kirby, before we hear that awesome earworm of an outro uh, of our promo uh, upfront podcast theme song, I want to thank you again for doing this and I look forward to doing it again next week. See ya. That's right.